KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. One way to see Hotel for Dogs is as a cute little family comedy that ups its cuteness quotient by multiplying its canine count. Scores of stray dogs from purebred to pure digital inhabit a secret shelter in an abandoned hotel. The shelter has been established by a sister and brother who are themselves orphans yearning for rescue and a good home. Cute is how kids will likely see the film, but here's another way. As a mixed breed of sweet fantasy and rabid commerce, a film that grabs its audience like a chew toy and doesn't know when to let go. It's a first feature for Thor Freudenthal, a young German-born director with American experience in visual arts as well as commercial production. His gifts are obvious in the charming title sequence. That's when the camera follows the sibling's Jack Russell Terrier, along city streets, and sees the world from the pooch's point of view. But the title sequence soon gives way to uncertain comedy, belabored drama, and an absolute suffocation of special effects that must have been laid on at the behest of anxious producers or studio executives. Debut directors don't get to make such expensive or bad choices on their own. The heroine and hero, 16-year-old Andy and her 11-year-old brother Bruce, are played by Emma Roberts and Jake T. Austin. She's uncomfortable on camera and probably needed an experienced director. He does well within the confines of a script adapted lumpily from a novel by Lois Duncan. Don Cheadle, as a child welfare officer, falls victim to thin writing. He's hardly visible for most of the film, and then to overwriting and a bogus climax. Lisa Kudrow and Kevin Dillon play the kids' foster parents. They're aging rockers who are supposed to be talent-free, which they are, and funny, which they aren't. The first guest the siblings bring into the old hotel is their own dog, Friday. Their foster home has a no-pets rule, and they've been hiding him with increasing difficulty. Soon they're running a guerrilla animal rescue operation— and freeing prisoners of the city pound and playing host to every stray in town. This part is pretty near irresistible. How could anyone but W.C. Fields knock a movie that gives generous face time to a giant bull mastiff who watches over a Boston terrier with a spoon fetish, to a glamorous French poodle and an anorexic Chinese crested, not to mention a formerly four-legged friend who does three-legged walk-ons? What's easy to resist, although hard to hide from, is the FX bombardment, a lot of it growing out of the character of the kid brother, Bruce. He's identified early on as a genius gadgeteer, so he builds elaborate machines that automate the services of a dog hotel with an ever-expanding guest register. But they aren't machines a kid could create. They're the sort of machines a special effects house creates when it gets orders to emulate the outlandish mechanics of Inspector Gadget or at one point imitate the assembly line feeding technology of Charlie Chaplin's modern times. The film will probably do well, but it's sad to see a promising fantasy turn into yet another industrial-scale fantasy delivery system that mistrusts its audience and beats up on it with mindless intensity. Fantasy needs quiet moments, time to breathe and reflect. 
Kids can be trusted to savor those moments on their own. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.